0: and girls,
1: let's start the show, let's catch up with Mike and Joe, Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in LA, there's nothing left to say, there's nothing left to say, as a ghost, I
0: must advise, don't look in my Lawson's eyes, candlesticks and guillotines, that's how he. Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years and every single week we call one another and we catch up.
1: Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do as we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. Never. I'm in a fucking pissed off mood. I- <laughs> Because of technology or what yeah everyone should know who's listening later that uh I, I i set up this whole new computer everything seems to be working normally the one little feature anyone listening live right now mike mike's uh sounding like a robot and uh hello <clears throat> my name is Mike well of course the way uh, things work you know I have to interview uh a a celebrity drag queen today and uh mm-hmm. and In uh, dream. yeah and uh of course, that's when all the technical stuff happens.
0: Doing the Lord's work, Joe mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I want to, real quick, before we get started, I want to hear all about your life and what's happening uh, with you. But I do want to tell people that, uh, for starters, we're recording live at Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap because it's Monday morning at 8 a.m. Um, and we do that every Monday. We record live, and then you could stick around um, for some after breakfast tea if you'd like. Um, we talk a little bit off the record, um, and there's a chat room, and it's fun mixlr.com slash drag race recap Mondays at 8 a.m. And then also, we got this email, Joey, from Jason. Um, And he basically said he doesn't want you to do a band, a live band version of our theme song. He was Mm -hmm. like, it's going to take away the sitcom charm of the current music. Um, And I just wanted to acknowledge that email. He went to catchinguppodcast.com, click contact us, and sent an email to both Joe and I. And you can do that too if you want, catchinguppodcast.com. Yeah. Do you have any feelings about his email, how he's like, he likes both versions Um, he just doesn't, he thinks that it kind of has like a sitcom vibe to it and that a live
1: band would ruin that. Um, I, you know, what's funny is he, he's, okay. When I first came up with the concept of the theme song sound the way it was, I wanted it to sound like that. And so like, it's good that like Rich who wrote the music actually captured that vibe. Yeah. And so I guess he's right in that way, but don't you think it'd be fun to hear like a live band do it?
0: Yeah, I think, I, I mean, I like his his feedback, and I appreciate that. And maybe that doesn't mean we don't do it. I think it just means it doesn't become our, like, our, the only theme song we use, which I don't think we were ever going to do. No, 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 no. Right? No. Like, it was going to be kind of something special we would have out there.
1: And maybe we would still do the different lyrics every year with Rich, Rich singing different lyrics. Even though I will say, for the for this last batch, I was already running out of, how many horrible things we can say about ourselves in the songs. So like I think
0: we haven't said anything about like um, getting angry in theaters. That's something that could be included. That's true. I think there's something to be said about like you and your relationship with your mother. That's never been included. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that there's room to grow. Mm -hmm. There's room to grow. Uh, How are you? What's up? What's going on with you, Joey? No, you start first. I want to get over this anger. So n- oh well <laughs> listen to this um for starters i have a friend mm-hmm. who um is in dialysis all right and all right. she listens to our show while she goes to dialysis she goes a couple days a week mm-hmm. um for hours at a time landy is her name hi landy why She's would she do that to, to herself? this
1: episode huh why would she do that to herself I know. You know what it could Double be like torture. You know what it could be like? <laughs> you know people like the, who are depressed, they cut themselves. Uh-huh. Because they can't f- yeah. yeah? Yeah. Go on. So that they cut themselves because I didn't understand cutting at first, but I learned that the reason people cut themselves is that way they focus on the pain and not their depression. Does that make sense? It, like it sure. distracts them. So maybe that's what this is. Maybe she can Focus on the horror. She was like, oh, well, at least I'm not Mike and Joe. At least I'm not on this horrible, boring show. Uh, During dialysis, afterwards, (laughs) she also listens to, like, audio
0: version of, like, dentist drilling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or, like, cats being drowned. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) So she listens uh, during dialysis. And I hung out with her the other day. Mm -hmm. And um, it was actually kind of funny because we were having lunch and she was like, I haven't had, for some reason, you guys didn't update your episode this week. And I was like, oh, fuck. Mm -hmm. Joey texted me and told me it's in Dropbox. I just haven't uploaded it to the website yet. And then, like, seriously, three minutes later, Joe goes, ding, ding. (laughs) And you were like, just checking in. Did you get my text that it's in Dropbox? And so I eventually did upload it. But I will uh, say every time I do that,
1: I'm always thinking like, oh, wait a minute. What did what I like that you hate the show and you don't want to like upload whatever you're pissed about something? I'm like, what did we do? Oh my god, no. my brain.
0: Okay, no, I mean, there's never even really been a time where I like I should edit something out because I could technically. I feel a long, yeah, that's
1: true. I feel like a long time ago, you did call me and ask me to edit something out. I can't remember what it was, yeah, I do, but I mean, <clears throat> I'm not going to repeat it
0: now because it's something I didn't oh, remember. It, it, it was a oh. joke. Yeah, it was a joke about a mutual friend that if the mutual friend was here and like part of the conversation, I could see being funny. But mm-hmm. it kind of felt attacky because he wasn't here to kind of like joke back. Yeah. And so I asked you to cut that out. Um, I can't wait anyway, for after breakfast when you tell me what the joke was. Um, I don't remember the exact joke. I remember oh. who it was pointed at, though. Mm-hmm. But um, friend of the show, Landy, mm-hmm. and I were talking. And she was like, you know. Joe talks a lot, and you don't, you've been getting like less and less personal for some mm-hmm. reason. I've been hearing and the so same thing. I'm examining that, and I
1: guess it's kind of true. Do you think it's true? Yes, people call me about it all the time, but I don't bring it up to you because then I imagine a world where I say, like, you know, Taylor the Latte Boy, <laughs> it's not Taylor the Latte Boy, but I want to imagine a world where he's in his car <laughs> hearing me say his name that you say he said this. But Taylor yeah. the Latte Boy said that, um, you're not sharing as much personally. You're not talking. You're like, that's it. I'm I'm ending the show. I'm done. <laughs> Everyone should know well, my we're friend, always like one to comment from Joe away from Mike quitting the show. We're one comment
0: from Joe away from me quitting like everything. Yeah, <laughs> that's my life. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I wanted to tell you this story. It's highly personal, and mm-hmm. I've debated like I was like, maybe this is after breakfast tea. Yeah, and then. Uh, My friend told me that I've been not sharing like enough on here or she felt me being very guarded. She wasn't Mm -hmm. saying like I needed to change. She was just making an observation as friends do. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they're holding a mirror up because they know that you're going to react in a certain way anyway. Right. Mm -hmm. So she held the mirror up a little. And so anyway, long story short, I have something personal I want to share and I'm not sure I wanted to share it on here, but I'm going to anyway. So um, as you know, I'm single. Yeah. And I've started kind of being a little more I've started saying yes to a lot more things and enjoying mm-hmm. a lot more things. Sure. Um, and that comes at a price, right? There is a personal price to be paid, you know, for enjoying mm-hmm. life. Yeah. Um everything's a trade off. So the trade off that I made, Joey, uh, recently is I got a sore on my penis that's herpes. I got herpes. Oh, you did? Yeah, and like I feel awful about it, and like part of me was like ashamed a little bit, but then also like I think a lot of people have hurt have, contracted yeah, it's, it's, it's extremely like, common statistically. Yeah. I'm like yeah. in pretty normal
1: area, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, you're extremely common. Um,
0: but here, here's the thing: is I've started dating this dude that like we should be getting it on pretty soon, mm-hmm. but I've I'm not. I'm taking medicine. I went to a doctor and mm-hmm. got all of that kind of in line and stuff Mm -hmm. but I'm not I should not be sexually active for at least a couple more weeks Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm like slow just kicking the can down the road with this dude because I'm like not really in a place to have I don't know sort of a shame to have that conversation it's so funny you
1: say that because there's somebody I know is this herpes music by the way what are we playing it's you Mike sharing personal it's actually I should call it Evan's theme anytime Evan opens up I play this theme on RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, but Uh uh, this is now also the the Mike's opening up theme music. (laughs) So anyway, uh, I I know somebody, and person listening, I know this person listens. Uh, I'm not going to reveal any information, but there's somebody I know who does not have herpes, but dated someone who did, and the herpes diagnosis really, really affected this person. Friend, not yeah. Let me me, let me let me use names. Um, We'll say Jason and Rudy. Okay. Okay. So Jason's the friend, and Rudy is the young black girl that's kind of sassy. Yeah, It's played by Tempest Bled. Yeah, Tempest Bledsoe. Basically, he dated Tempest Bledsoe, and Tempest Bledsoe uh, had herpes, but she was too afraid to tell Jason. That she you know what? Tempest Bledsoe played Vanessa. We're still going with Tempest oh. Bledsoe. But <laughs> Okay. <laughs> t- everyone everyone who's under 35 should know I'm talking about uh the Cosby show. Okay. Speaking of, well, ironically, Bill Cosby probably gave him herpes. Anyway, uh Vanessa had herpes. Okay. No, Tempest Bledsoe had herpes. Okay. Tempest Bledsoe had herpes. Okay? Mm-hmm. If I was on if I was on Pod as my co-pilot, I would say, Oh, we we have the title for this week's show. Anyway. Uh but Tempest Bledsoe was really, really affected by this. And she it was something that she really struggled with. And I remember she sat him down uh early in the relationship and was like really, 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 really emotional when she told him. But he was very like, No, it's cool. Like he he knew, but he knew like the the medical stuff behind it, you know? Like, it's
0: pretty common. It's very common. Um, there's certainly people listening that have had herpes, or have herpes, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't really get away, get it, you never get rid of it. Yeah, you have it for the rest of your life. Um, but it's only yeah.
1: contagious, right, when you are, um, what is the term?
0: Like, when it's breaking
1: out, yeah, like, in yeah, the very yeah.
0: beginning, but... Mm-hmm. Everyone kind of deals with it differently. Some people have like one outbreak and then kind of never see it again. Other people have like regular outbreaks and it's like very um, disruptive to their sex lives. Mm -hmm. So we'll kind of see what happens. There's like different treatments for kind of the different um, uh, ways that it's presenting. So Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. I'm on like an antiviral right now. Mm -hmm. um, And it's painful and annoying, but, but... um I don't know. Yeah, it's f- painful and annoying and then also kind of like oddly shameful. Like I feel like oh, fuck, I made like I made it this far without it and then I don't know. Meanwhile I Steve's know at, exactly Steve's where at I home laughing. <laughs> Say it again? And Steve's at home laughing. No, he's not listening. Um but I mean even so like whatever, I had good sex to get it. But he I mean the the so it I got it from one of two places mm-hmm. and um one of the places I've already like contacted him because we talk regularly and hang out and don't do sex. like we're just friends that also have sex. Mm-hmm. and then um i I contacted him I was like, hey, this is happening, and I either picked it up at your place or I left it at your place. so yeah. you know, deal with that. And so, and he's been very nice. And he's like, I've haven't seen anything, but I'll certainly go get tested. Mm-hmm. And then um, the other dude, I kind of was waiting until I got a diagnosis to reach out. And then I got a diagnosis, and I still haven't reached out, but I probably should, right? Is it the deaf guy? Who knows he has it though. No, mm-hmm. different, <laughs> different, <laughs>
1: both different. No, I haven't. I haven't had contact with the deaf guy in a while. Well, you can't and hear. I but could have but it, probably the deaf guy. But you know, uh I don't usually address the chat room on catching up, but I do want to say that we have an RN in the chat room, April Marie. And she want, you know, she confirmed that you're only contagious during an outbreak, but she also told you not to be ashamed, Mike Lawson. Yeah, I I
0: understand that like it's one of those things that I un- my the logical side of my brain understands the statistics behind it and also mm-hmm. like kind of the <sighs> It's not that serious. I get that. But that doesn't make those feelings go away. You know, it mm-hmm. helps you kind of like digest those feelings, but those feelings are still there. Mm-hmm. So, and I've also read up on this scene, um, which somebody's talking about. I mm-hmm. think maybe, I forget. I, I've looked it up and I understand it. And it's like a, a kind of day-to-day uh, supplement you could take that could potentially... Um, help with future outbreaks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll cross that road when I get there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So how's that for a personal story? That's really good. Now, are you embarrassed to talk to your doctor <laughs> about the about the herpes?
0: Oh, God. I went to urgent care and I had to show my penis to a woman. Oh, that she was, so was, like, was she like,
1: whoa, <laughs> whoa. I, haven't, wow. I feel like I
0: haven't had an erection in two weeks because it's painful and not two weeks, maybe a little over a week.
1: Um, no. What, what did the like, nurse say when she saw it? That's herpes. <laughs> oh, she didn't talk about the, the girthy size of your schwans.
0: No, shut up. Um, she. It was actually a really uncomfortable. Um, it was at urgent care, and it was an uncomfortable appointment because it was. Um, she was like, "I hope you don't mind. There's a medical assistant who's like in some sort of training who's going to be taking notes for me." And mm. I was like, "Great." And so she kind of like looks at it, and then seriously didn't make eye contact for the rest of the time. She like did that, and then well, left look, how could you real get your eyes off of it? Shut up! It was a really uncomfortable appointment, but um, Now, Let me ask you whatever, this question: I have, I
1: have a question for you. Let's say so you go, you you know, you take your medication, and then you're in the herpes is in a, a remission, whether it's te- permanent or temporary. Mm-hmm. What do you feel is your responsibility of telling sexual partners?
0: Well, because I cause think Tempest that I'm Bledsoe,
1: because Tempest Bledsoe had to tell Jason because she was in a long term relationship with him. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, I feel like I will continue to. Ha- I I need to be a little safer with. So I didn't have sex unprotected. I just had like everything up to sex unprotected. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Um and so I just need to be a little safer with that and then obviously if I'm feeling an outbreak coming on, I'm doing my best to not be sexually active.
1: How do you that. feel it? I, like do do you feel other other than the uh, genital warts? Do you have any other symptoms? Yeah, or? they're not warts; they're blisters. But they're, um, you could
0: kind of feel it coming out. You could feel it coming on. Um, and weird is there's like different. Um, there's like I forget there's like numbers I think like Mm -hmm. um, herpes simplex one or two or a or Mm -hmm. b or something like that Mm -hmm. and I get one of them on my eye and my I've had that ever since I was a kid Mm -hmm. and so very similarly I would imagine like you can feel the the blister sort of like coming your your body kind of changes like you get tired and achy Mm -hmm. and feverish and all of that so um, what I can do in the future is get a prescription for this antiviral. And then when I feel like coming on, start taking it right away. And then hopefully, you know, the outbreak won't even, you know, it could potentially not even like turn into a blister. Like if you start the antiviral close soon enough. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Good. <laughs> there you go. There's Mike's penis blister story.
1: Well, Mike, I want to thank you for sharing. And, um, I'm glad because now Tata the Latte Boy can stop calling me. <laughs> and saying, I do
0: want, real quick, ahead. I want to say so my friend Landy's listening in um, dialysis, dialysis probably right mm-hmm. now. And that reminds me that I want to tell everyone in California that there's a proposition on the ballot, Prop 8, um, which is getting funded um, by companies like healthcare companies that are basically so they don't have to pay their workers union wages, they're creating these companies that they then uh, contract. So they create companies to do dialysis, and then they contract those companies, and then they pay their workers really low, they don't take care of their facilities, and they upcharge on services. And so Prop 8 sort of like limits the way that they can uh, fund these companies and healthcare companies are putting a lot of money into it. Um, And the people that are suffering are people on dialysis, a lot of them at the end of life, and they're dealing with, like, really shitty facilities, overworked employees that are not providing the highest quality of care, and it hurts
1: patients. And so if you're in California, you should vote yes on Prop 8. Let me ask you a question, and I'm being honest. Yeah. You didn't bring this up at all. And then this John Arts signs in, Republican of the show, John Arts signs in, and all of a sudden, you immediately – Go into this knowing it'll make his blood boil. We're I know because you know there's a twenty second delay or so. You know he's furiously uh-huh. typing why everyone. No, he
0: might actually have a he might have an okay opinion on this. I
1: mean, because he worked in that it is support.
0: It is supported by. Um, I mean, my old employer, S A I U U H W, UHW United Healthcare Workers of California, are putting a lot of manpower into um, supporting Prop 8. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that has to do with like the union busting sort of um, mentality of these companies to kind of create workarounds. so they don't have to pay workers fair wages. They're mm-hmm. kind of doing shady things. And um, this proposition is kind of part of the tit for tat sort of like petty back and forth battle, but it
1: really is about patients having the highest quality of care. Uh. Okay, well, John Arts, I'm sorry your blood pressure. You're going to walk at the walk 30,000 steps today to uh, get <laughs> I'm sure, this. He, he, his opinion on this,
0: I'm sure we can have, like, a logical
1: conversation about it.
0: I don't think that this is, like, a super contentious one. Yeah, and everyone uh, but should had...
1: know, you know, you brought up a good point. Because we, we jokingly – we're not joking. He is actually a Republican. We talk about John Art's Republican of the show. But he's, like, a classic Orange County Republican. He's not, like, a Donald Trump, like – fiery rhetoric. I don't think Mike and I would be friends with that kind of person. He's like a very like how would you describe well, it's it? It's based
0: in well, it's based in logic and like his understanding of the world, which is I don't know. It it it's reasonable. And yeah. when you speak with him, you understand like his reasoning versus yeah. like just blind obedience to something that's really bizarre
1: and weird. Yeah, he's like a John McCain Bob Dole Republican. He's not like a uh Like, yeah, he's not, he's not Tucker Tucker Carlson. Any,
0: um, any sores on your penis to talk about?
1: (laughs) I wish my penis be getting some action anyway. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) so, you know, actually last week I told some stories and then later in the week I'm like, Oh, why didn't I tell that story? So I'm going to tell it now. I don't know if I talked about this in the show last week, but, uh, Betty Batance went on a retreat. Did I talk about that? I don't think so. Oh, she went on this re- religious retreat, which uh, that's a whole other story. I, I, my, my dad rounded up the whole family to go watch her graduate from the retreat, which I've never heard of a retreat. Oh, to nice. graduate. Yeah. Mike, it was so culty. Let me just tell you that, but I'm not going to get into that. Okay. That's not the point of the story. So my, my, my uh, cross to bear when my mom was on this religious retreat was that I had to entertain my father. Which, imagine trying to entertain your father while your mom's away. It's very similar. Like, my dad doesn't really talk, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and so, because yeah. my dad went on the same retreat a couple weeks before, but it was easy to entertain my mom. My mom's easy to entertain, you know?
0: Right. Let's go shopping. Let's yeah, go to the let's store. Go do something
1: like Yeah, let's go that. Yeah. So he's like, you know, he has an uncomfortable relationship with his, you know, gay son. And so he's like, want to go to Sizzler? You know, that was his idea of, like, entertaining. Going to Sizzler, Mike Lawson. Sizzler. Yeah. Right? I'm trying to think of what I would do with my dad.
0: I feel like maybe he would want to go, we could go for a hike, a really light hike. Yeah.
1: Oh, no, no, my dad wouldn't do that.
0: I can't think of much else, though. Yeah, yeah.
1: So now everyone should know, my parents have, and legitimately so, a handicap placard. Remember my mom got that surgery on her foot? sure so she can't really walk long distances so they have a handicap placard and she uses it but my dad has this internal
0: at our parents age like any given weekend they might need one
1: yeah i feel like to be honest with you i think if you're over 65 they should just give you one yeah but then that dilutes like how many people have them and we'll need more of the spots i don't know can't go to costco at 10 a.m anyway um So, But my dad has this internal – well, first of all, it's the law. The person has to be in the car to use the placard, okay? Sure. But my dad also just has it just out of his own personal morality that he can't – he won't use it unless my mom is in the car, right? Sure. He just feels like I'm taking away a spot from somebody, blah, 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 blah. But we go to this sizzler. Like, there is zero parking. Zero, like no parking whatsoever, and it's like, and it's not even like you can go park in another shop. Like, like the only place you can park is this shopping center where the Sizzler is, and there's no parking except for one handicapped spot, right? So my dad's like, oh, I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna park in the handicapped spot. And I was like, okay, so we park there. He puts the placard up. We get out of the car. And I, I walk, fa- I, no, well, my dad walks actually faster than I do, right? But I walk and I'm like way ahead of him. I look, Mike, he's doing he's the worst fake limp I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. It's comical. <laughs> and I go, what's wrong with you? And he goes, uh-huh. nothing. I'm just walking. And I was like, okay. But like, it's fake. so we get inside the Sizzler and he goes, I I wanted people to see that I had a limp. That way, they wouldn't think, "Why is that guy have like?" First of all, <laughs> who's ever thinking about that? Who's ever yeah, thinking about I've, that? I've heard
0: of people getting confronted, but I really do think people just live in their own lives, right? Yeah,
1: they're in their own heads. They're not yeah. caring. Anyway, so then we go to the Sizzler, which, which, by the way, I love how he's concerned about that. And then, um, because I don't. Just, okay, have I talked about my parents and the Sizzler and the fancy Sizzler? I think you've mentioned it, but Well, I went to a gross... Okay, yeah. So we went to a gross sizzler like a month or two ago, okay? And Mm -hmm. um, my mom kept talking about this fancy sizzler, okay? (laughs) This magical... Because anyone who's not from California, I do know Sweet Michael didn't know what it was. How would you describe sizzler, Mike? It's just like a... Chain that was really well known for their, like,
0: salad bar. It was, like, one of the first kind of, like chain salad bar places that i've ever been to yeah
1: and they have like um, and they would serve steak yeah yeah they serve like steak the and steak. like it's like a black it's like a like black angus kind of thing right? wouldn't you say right
0: but kind of like a step down
1: yeah like a step down for sure and now because they're not as popular they're just like really like sad and like oh it's just not good right
0: I would imagine like a lot of the like decor is the same too. Mm-hmm, like hasn't yeah. been updated. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of like f- plastic fake potted plants.
1: Yeah, like it's the it's it, yeah, it's like it's like it's 1987 permanently, you know, in these places. Yeah. Wood so, paneling, a lot of wood paneling. Yeah, and someone remember the chat rem- reminded me that yeah, in the story my mom kept talking about how they were going to toss my salad, right?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, because,
1: yeah. And and so anyway, so we, I think when I I went with my mom when my dad was on his retreat and um it was actually the one that they go to i ha- i hate to admit when my parents are right i wouldn't call it fancy okay but it's much closer to what they were saying than it isn't does that make sense so yes. like they've redone the decor it's kind of like a like a sleek corporate steakhouse kind of feel and okay. it's the same food but it is fresher and made better i don't know if it makes any sense like it's actually they care about it if that makes sense? Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, so, it does.
1: Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay. And so when I went with my mom, I played it safe, and I got a burger. And I'm going to tell you something, Mike Lawson. It was a pretty good fucking burger, right? Okay. Okay. So you were right. They're known for their all-you-can-eat salad bar, which is like 15 bucks, 14 bucks. I don't know what it is, right? But you can add it to any entree for like six bucks. All right. Now, the burger is more than enough. So I'm in line, and my dad goes aren't you going to get the all-you-can-eat salad bar and i was like no i'm gonna get a burger and he goes do you want to add the salad bar to the burger and i go uh no he goes you should get it just get it i'm buying i like. he's like you can get an ice cream cone afterwards i was like okay fine 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 i'll just get it right so yeah. it, so the way Sizzler works, is not like a sit-down restaurant like traditional. You go and like, you order at a register, and then they bring things, or you go to the salad bar. It's like, it's weird. So I go to the register, and I go, yeah, I'll have this burger, and I guess I'm adding on the all-you-can-eat salad bar. I'm like, okay. And then my dad goes, yeah, I'll have the steak and fries. Uh, and he goes, do you want the, the salad bar, too? And he goes, no. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then we sit down, and he goes, aren't you going to get those little chicken wings? And I go no. Well, I want some. I want some chicken wings, and I want some onion rings. And I was like, so then, Mike. I mean, ultimately, why didn't he get the salad? bar? Exactly. And ultimately, I didn't eat at the salad bar. So, so you might think, oh, he's ripping them off, right? Uh-huh. No, but I didn't eat anything at the salad bar. I literally, every, he did. He did. And so, but every, did you have to go up and get yes, everything? Yes. I had he a, wins. The, yeah, he won. I he like. Why don't you go up down and get me some uh, onion rings? And, she, and then and then when we were leaving, he goes, don't you want an ice cream cone? I go, no, I have not wanted anything from this salad bar. And he goes, can you get me an ice cream cone? The kind where you spo- the, the chocolate and the vanilla together and you swirl it up and then put some nuts on it. And I was like, Ugh. so then he goes, I'll go to the car. So I go to the car and then I get in there and give him his giant fucking ice cream cone. He's licking the ice cream cone as we drive home. You know
0: what it is? Is he is used to Betty being there. Yeah, and exactly. Betty probably just does all that. Yeah, because Betty probably gets a ask. salad.
1: Because Betty, because Betty, probably. You know what? You're right. That's exactly what it Share is. There's the wings you like. Yeah, because Betty probably Here's just gets the salad. Tongue. She just gets the salad bar, and then she gives him wings. And she goes when she goes to get her like salad she- or soup. Yeah. I know she likes the soup there. She goes and picks him up some chicken wings and onion rings, and she gets him the ice cream cone and stuff like that. You're right. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs>
0: Well, I'm glad you had some bonding time. What you guys do after? Any other? Did you continue the bonding, or was that
1: all you did? No, because you know what's so funny is he the way the retreat works. It's so it's just, I'm not going to get into the retreat and the stupidity of it, right? But the point is, he was there all the time, so he would go like oh, for he went to retreat. Anything? No, it, it, don't get me. Force me to explain this retreat. The point is, okay. it basically becomes like a cult. Okay. And yeah. so the cult members can go to the cult t- retreat and do certain events. So he would go do those events. So he wasn't he really wasn't at the house that much. Okay. Just just at night. So we would go to sizzler or something. Yeah. yeah.
0: So your mom was sleeping at this retreat? It yeah. Was like at a
1: hotel? No, mm-hmm. well, yeah, it was like at like a, a retreat center. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. What's going
0: on in the Bay area, Mike Lawson? Well, Joey, I wanted to tell you, this woman uh, is suing Sephora. Have you heard of Sephora? Yeah, it's a makeup company. Yeah, a woman in California is suing cosmetic chain Sephora after claiming she contact- contracted herpes from using the store's <laughs> sample lipstick. <laughs>
1: well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe using their sample lipstick on your dish.
0: <laughs> According
1: to the reports, this woman
0: was using one of the common-use lipsticks in a California store a few years ago, and the mm-hmm. plaintiff alleges that she never had herpes before or Mm -hmm. suffered cold sores before Mm -hmm. went into the cosmetic store used the little sample Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and now has herpes um she's saying that sephora needs to warn customers that there's a risk for exposure for diseases and that other companies use proven methods like individual samples to avoid exposing people what do you think about that i mean you pick up a stick of lipstick And put it on your lips that other strangers Have done that on aren't you kind of assuming A little bit of risk here
1: Yeah I would think so I, That that would be the first thing that I would think of When I went to the. Because I don't obviously put lipstick on But um, Because it literally would be like putting lipstick on a pig But I <laughs> uh, really that, would, that would be the first thing I would think of Remember this is a person I go to the gas station I think oh my god look at all the people that touch this gas station this yeah. gas tank thing yeah ask me the, the so cosmetic
0: I, go ahead cosmetic change hasn't replied and said they're not doing anything different but this woman is like this is an incurable lifelong affliction caused by sephora and i need damages previously. how
1: does she know it was from sephora
0: yeah how do you prove that Sephora yeah. is, you know responsible
1: yeah
0: i feel like that's gonna be a struggle but i don't know
1: yeah if you never how do you prove before, that Sephora? sephora and then how do you like that's that's a really tough one. Yeah.
0: I, I dunno. And with how do you pr- prove it was Sephora and not like, oh, a, a really an unwashed spoon at that you got at Sizzler at lunch? <laughs> or
1: Or the time you, mean, you, like, were, you were learning how to be a nurse's assistant at this hospital and this guy with this a trouser snake came in and just like just it jumped on you yeah you never know um do you have any news stories you wanted to share yeah but my news story is is actually more like a conversation it's actually funny that you brought that your you know your personal story this week because I think it, it opens up a conversation but so I'm not gonna even read it because I can just, it's it, it, the 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 story here is really about the conversation of this news the piece but okay. grinder has launched this initiative called kinder do you know about this I've seen
0: it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: where they're trying to uh Basically there's been a problem uh, in the gay dating app community with um discrimination. Discrimination. And so they're launching an initiative called Kinder. And in Kinder uh now is it what is it like a I don't use Grinder right now but like uh, I have in the past and I probably will in the future but right now I don't. But um why what are is it what are they doing specifically? Is it just like hey everyone be nice or Yeah,
0: it's an attempt to address bullying and discrimination in the app, um, which has kind of been known for racism, transphobia, ableism, Mm -hmm.
1: colorism. So one of the criticisms every every ism, but one- phobia. So there's been some criticism. You know that is actually a we big are part of it. Awful. I mean, yeah. we're
0: men. Men are awful, right? Yeah. And then you create this app where men just talk to each other and we'd yeah. be awful to one another. So
1: and- that's been sort of one of the criticisms. Is it's it's a, a worthy, it's a worthwhile effort on the part of Grinder to, uh, you know, sort of educate the people who use it and whatnot. But the problem is, is as critics have pointed out that. Okay kinder is a good idea, but then grinder has an option where you pay money for grinder extra is that was called. Mm-hmm, and in grinder sure. extra, you pay money to actually instant implement all of these things they don't want you to do
0: uh, like um, tribes or something they call them like
1: yeah you, well you can also you, you, you can also set preferences for race, for weight, for HIV oh. status. And so this is actually it's basically saying like, look, uh you uh you we don't want you you should be nice, but if you pay us money, we'll look the other way. Okay? And so in this opinion piece I was reading, they started talking about these other apps. Uh I guess there's this one called Chappie. Do you know about Chappie? I don't know. So Chappie is it a more community based app and they say it has, uh, individuals that they find that they may use the app or they may not. And they're ambassadors and they turn the app into a live meetups so or to live meetups so people can find gay men looking to be social or for romantic sparks. But the criticism there. Is it Chappie doesn't do anything to combat femphobia or racism, and there are actually phrases allowed like "masculine men only," and they can they have a section called "it's just a preference" where it less, and it has a list of races that you can approve as an individual. So that's the problem there. Now there's another mm-hmm. one. I'm not maybe I'm not saying this right. It's called spelled T A I M I. Maybe it's Tamey. How would you say? Okay. that? Um, sure. And that's another one um the problem with that one is so that one is for people trying to find meaningful connections okay so it's trying to get rid of the culture um sort of the 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 the, um how do i say it the any kind of the racism or the fem the what did you call a good word for it the People who hate femphobia, fem- fem- phobia, all that. But the problem, this sort of culture in Tamey is it seems to be sort of anti- like slut-shamey mm. and anti-hookup culture. And so it seems to be because uh, it allows individuals to filter profiles based on HIV status. And there seems to be some sort of like uh, if you um, – in some way you can correlate those who have hookup culture with being undateable. And so that's that's a sort of criticism mm-hmm. on, on tame on Tamey, if that's how you say it. So so I feel like the opinion piece, let me just finish it, I'm finishing the sentence. Yeah. The opinion piece goes to say that we basically these apps can't really do it. We need to do a sort of internal self examination and address this in the culture rather than trying to do it through apps. What what's yeah. your thoughts here?
0: You're right. I think, though, I, I still applaud Grinder for, for this kinder thing. Is it perfect? No. Is it solving every problem? No. But I feel like revamping the community guidelines like they have is a good start. And the way that they describe it basically is like, we want you to be yourself and express yourself, but like we would rather you kind of talk about what you're into instead of what you're not into. Mm-hmm. And so this gives users the ability to sort of flag other you like it's self-policing like you were saying like this isn't the app sort of responsibility and this is mm-hmm. kind of self-policing and it gives users like the ability to sort of like flag this language and then hopefully hopefully it turns mm-hmm. into not just like policing of words but actually like education about kind of w- w- what you're saying is could be hurtful to others and like isn't helping us kind of be an all-inclusive community so why don't you focus on what you're into and kind of finding that instead of, you know, excluding people right away and making this feel like in a place with a lot of um, bullying and discrimination. I am. I'm behind it. I'm okay with it.
1: Yeah. Um, Obviously, since you're at the top of the gay food chain, you're not getting a lot of the discrimination, but uh, do you know people who I really really don't. And yeah, I really
0: don't. And I, I don't know. I. It's weird to call... I call it a privilege, but like mm-hmm. I do go on the apps and like I don't have any I I I don't have any of that sort of weird um no fats, no femmes, no Asian mm-hmm. sort of no know, we know that the last from. one you don't. <laughs> if people say no femmes, like like those kind of like things are a turnoff though. Like I'm not chatting with somebody who's like A bully or has like that kind of gross Mm -hmm. language in their in their stuff right are you um if he's a 10 out of 10 and you're like well we're just gonna talk anyway no no
1: no 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 no. That that would be an immediate turnoff for me but um i guess my thing is though that It's weird because, okay, like, I have personal preference. Like, for instance, you said no Asians, but we know that we are more than fine with Asians, right? I actually like femi guys. I'm not turned off by masculine guys, but I'm actually very attracted to femi guys. Um, Yeah. So I don't understand that that thing. But yet we both know I like them on the younger side. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. And uh, so that's something I I would love to change. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, there's, I struggle because, um, I don't like, in a self-hating kind of way, I don't like that I like younger guys. I wish I like, I wish like I was like guys my age just drove me insane. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't, and I don't know how to change that. I would love to change that. So I guess how do you change something that's just already sort of ingrained in you? And so, like, yes, there is. See, the problem, though, is, like, in other words, let's take you, actually, your preferred example. You are, you have a preference for Asian men, right? Um, sort of. Sort of, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, I, I mean, I, I'm just saying. It's like a pref- it's a preference for, like, dark features. Yeah. I like, I don't like body hair that looks like my body hair Mm -hmm. and so yeah i'm not coming down on you on it because the point i'm making is like it's just it's it it seems like a boiled down way of saying it but like that tends to you know mean that i find asian men
1: attractive sure yeah yeah. so Uh, but it's not like because you're asian you're yeah yeah The, the point i'm making though is it's not on your profile and it's not like you're mean to people on grinder i guess that's where i guess that's where you run into the problem with this online dating stuff is like okay it's one thing okay don't put in your fucking profile that's what you prefer and whatnot but you can't force people to like what they don't like yeah you're right
0: but i think that you're right you're right you're right and it's very nuanced because like I don't know, Grinder sort of has a responsibility though to kind of like set us up, I mean, they're a leader in this space, right? It's weird to say, but they are, and they sort of have a responsibility to kind of like create a space that's like safe for everyone, but then also like So so there's assholes that know they're assholes and Mm -hmm. those people will always be assholes. But then there's also people who are just in this space and are doing things the way that, you know, they're seeing other people do it. Mm -hmm. And so if Grindr makes it easy and makes it like totally acceptable to be like these are the, this, you know, if you're any, if you belong to any of these kind of like segments of our community, don't talk to me. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You know, if they make that totally okay and standard, Then that's what it's going to be. But then they also, on the flip side, could just make it so that we are like a broad community and we, you know, everyone's welcome here. And, you know, if you if they create that space, then I think that those people that aren't assholes but just have kind of become have started doing asshole things, they could kind of like figure out that that's an asshole thing to do.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, you're right. Gives them license.
0: Yeah. Uh, and also in all of this, too, HIV, like stigma and shaming stuff is, uh, I think, rampant in our community. And I think that the kinder stuff is kinder on grinder is going to be, HIV stuff is going to be included in all that, I believe. And we haven't talked about that. Uh, but transphobia, HIV stuff, femme shaming, body shaming, um, and then uh, sh- racial sort of inclusion will be included in all that. Hmm. Oh, that well, thanks music. for bringing that up. Thank you. Um, do you have any you? other personal stories? What else
1: is going on with what? you? Well, what's going on with you, though? I...
0: Well, <clears throat> Joe, so I did go to the theater last night. Oh, wait. Saw... Oh,
1: you know what that means. It only can mean one thing. It's time for Mike and Joe on the aisle. This, last night, Mike saw... Waitress, the musical. Starry? Um, I've seen it. Tw-
0: um, i a couple of people, nobody that I know. I've seen it twice. Um, I enjoyed the heck out of it both times. It's actually really solid. If it's, I think it's already been to L.A. though. But if yeah, you've missed it, it too recently. bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: If you haven't seen, if this tour is coming to your town, by all means, go see it. Um, some people are calling it kind of like a feminist musical because. Uh, You know, it's about these three women that are trapped in three different relationships with three different men for three different reasons and kind of come to their three different conclusions about those three different relationships. And I don't know. It's solid. The music is good. Everything about it was good. I just really loved it. Um, But, okay, that's my review. Mm -hmm. So starting with um, this evening. So I went last Wednesday with my friend Landy. And that was great. And everything was fine there. We both enjoyed it immensely. And we went to a taqueria afterward. And mm-hmm. one of the cast members was there getting a burrito. And we okay. got to talk to him a bit, which was nice. Huh? No, he played like the old man in the show. Okay. Um, and thingy. last night I went to the show. So I've been, I told you, I kind of have gone on a couple dates with this dude, Ben, right? Mm-hmm. And he's, he's solid, good guy. Who knows what'll happen, right? I'm enjoying life and just kind of like trying to not force myself into kind of anything. Like I'm not in a rush to get in a relationship, mm-hmm. but we're we're going to the show. I want to impress him, like that. You know, I'm like still in that phase. This is our second, like our actual second date. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I got us tickets um, through my boss. So my boss like set me up with these tickets, and. We're, we walk into the show, and the <laughs> it, it's hard to explain, but basically I don't have real tickets. I have like a, a complimentary pass kind of to get me in because I work, I work for the theater production company, for those of you that don't know. So we walk into the theater, no problem. Then we get to our seats, and there's people seat, seated, seated in them. I was like, oh, fuck. My boss fucked this up. Um, But I know, like, the ushers don't know who I am, so I'm kind of like, in their opinion, if, you know, this seat pass isn't working, they need to fix it. Because, you know, in their eyes, I've already had something fuck up, and so this is, like, my second chance, and they're, like, going to scramble to kind of help me. So I let them kind of scramble a little, and then... (laughs) I didn't even realize this. My boss set me up for free tickets for next weekend, not this weekend. Oh my God. But I didn't read, I didn't read the pass. I just went with the conversation we had and he said he was setting me up for tickets for this weekend. So I'm, when I figured that out, I'm like, I'm just going to play dumb. I'm going to pretend like I don't know anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm, you already know the level of anxiety I get at a theater. Yeah. And we, oh, I didn't even tell you this. Ben wanted to go to lunch before the show it was a matinee he wanted to go to lunch before the show which I agreed to but then we went to this like really popular sort of like hipster uh, uh, hipster uh, popular sort of place that has a long line Mm -hmm. and we ended up getting out of the breakfast place in time to like run to the theater to get there in time okay Mm -hmm. anxiety through the roof hating it and then, also, like wanting to impress him, and then I'm like, "Um, our seats, you know, we don't have seats. So we went to the box office, and luckily, someone I know was working at the box office, and he was super nice. He actually thought he fucked something up, so he mm-hmm. was like he he was really quick to give us like decent seats. um and then he gave us like some passes for like free drinks and stuff because he oh, thought wow. he fucked something up. But so we ended up having to walk in late. Oh, you we must went, have died. Joe, it's it gets even worse. So the seats they gave us, he wrote down real quick, gave it to the usher, the usher's walking us to the seats. I don't know the seat numbers. I have no idea where we're seated sit, mm-hmm. sitting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's dark cuz the show just started and the usher asked he's like walking me and he was like, "Are you in row F or row G?" And I was like, "I don't know. You have the paper, sir." And then we're like standing in the middle of the opening number. And someone, a couple of people behind us are like, sit down, (gasps) like move, which I'm I'm annoyed that we're standing in the middle of the row too. Mm -hmm. I am annoyed. And I'm looking at the usher. I'm like, where am I going? I'll sit anywhere. Tell me where to sit. And basically, for the first, like, 15 minutes of the show, I can't think of anything other than
1: how embarrassing that was. (laughs) This sounds like your nightmare.
0: Oh, my God. A hundred percent nightmare. Also, it also sounds like me during the first
1: 15 minutes of this show.
0: I was so looking forward to this show. And like ruining the first few minutes was annoying. But we eventually got into it and had a good time. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, was that awful. Um, it. But I really do – I genuinely think that if Waitress is coming to your town, you guys should see uh, this tour. It was really great. Uh, the music is great. Uh, everything about it is great. And I'm sad you missed it, which I think you did miss it in L.A.
1: I have a couple things to say. One – this reminds me of when when waitress was in L.A. Uh, it was here, okay. Yeah, and um, then my cousin Natalie, who listens to the show, she yeah. went to New York uh, for someone's birthday. Um. Uh, par- uh, weekend. Oh, it's gonna
0: be in it's gonna be in Costa Mesa in November. That's where oh, it goes okay. next. Oh, okay, maybe I'll go see it,
1: but. Um, She went to New York for some friend's birthday weekend, right? And the friend was like, let's go see a Broadway show. Now, of course, Broadway, that's the home of, quote, unquote, Broadway, right? That's home. That's Broadway, you know? All the shows at your disposal. So they go and they see Waitress, right? Mm -hmm. Great. And I go, oh, that's good. Did you like it? And she really, Natalie really liked it. And she goes, I go, how did you know to see that show? Like, why that show? And she goes oh, my friend had seen it in L.A., Though whose birthday weekend it was. I go, it's in L.A. right now. And she goes, yeah, she just saw it. What? Yeah, she, she, wanted see, it. she wanted to see the Broadway production. But, oh, Mike, all was, the shows?
0: Yeah, I understand that, though. Like, who was the waitress? Because, like, Catherine McPhee was doing it for a while. I would love to see her do it. Sarah Bareilles actually did it for a bit. That mm-hmm. would be cool. Jason Mraz was in it. So, like, I there's reason to kind of see it again if you really like
1: it. I don't know. I think I could but see yeah. any other show. I mean, there's so many other shows to see. Okay. There's yeah. that. Then, um, Mike, the same thing. This is this is not a personal story. I think we worth the time. But this actually poses a question. The same mm-hmm. exact thing happened to me. Uh, oh. John Paul called me earlier in the week, and he says... I think I, I can understand why I got confused. He was talking about something about the, another different movie. He goes, "I also got tickets for uh, Boy Erased at the ArcLight, and I got an ex. The tickets were going fast. So I got an extra one for you. Do you want to go? That's for Saturday." And I go, "Yeah." And so this Saturday, I've gotten ready. I'm about to leave uh, to go meet John Paul, but there's a dilemma with this. I'll tell you in a second. And then I, I I don't know why I did this, but I texted him. I said, what time are you getting there? And he texts back, to what? And I go, <laughs> to the movie. <laughs> and he goes, that's next week. And oh. I go, oh, my God. Thank God I didn't leave because it was all the way like in, in Hollywood. I would have been so pissed, right? So mm-hmm. uh, it's that, that's next week. But here's the dilemma. So then I get this alert from the Arclight saying, like, hey, Boy Erased, you know, on that date, that one show that John Paul's talking about. I already had a ticket. Uh, the stars of the movie, Joel Edgerton and Troy Sivan, are going to be there for a and a afterwards. And then I had, like, a little mini panic attack. And I want to get your thoughts on this. I happen to know Troy Sivan's boyfriend. It's former friend of the show. Just because I don't think he listens anymore. Very early friend of the show, Jacob Bixenman, is Troy Sivan's boyfriend. So I was like, "Oh my god, what if I see Jacob there?" Jacob and I totally get along, but I didn't want to seem like I was like this like number one Troy Sivan fan, and that's not meant this movie, right? Yeah. So I was like, maybe I might not go. I'm gonna rush out. But Sweet Michael gave me his perspective, but that that allayed my fears. But what's your perspective?
0: I feel like if I was in that exact situation. I would reach out to Jacob Bixaman and say, like, hey, I'm going to this thing and I just saw that he he's gonna be there too. Are you, any chance you'll be there? I would no, love that's to see a good idea. It. Like almost phrasing it as like I've got this I was gonna do this thing anyway,
1: and I just realized that Oh, that you is a smart idea. Do you know that, what I mean? Yeah, that is a smart idea. I didn't think about that. I might do that. Um Sweet Michael was like, ugh, get over it. He goes, it's not like you text Jacob every day like, how's Troy? What's going on with Troy? Can I Troy? What's Troy doing? He's like, why would Jacob ever think that you're a big Troy Sivan fan? It's not like you're constantly posting about Troy Sivan or care about Troy Sivan.
0: I, yeah, I think that what you're feeling is like just the – you don't want to be the audience member in something that you yeah. feel like – you guys are kind of equal on do you know what i mean like yeah i get that i yeah. understand where you're coming from there's
1: also a good chance jacob just won't even be there yeah you know so all right well that, oh the music started again i'm just gonna fade out in that uh anything else to say about uh uh waitress i want to see this musical no, though i've been wanting to see it it's gonna be in costa mesa next i i highly recommend it maybe i'll go there I maybe i will go there um okay you would, think, you would think anyone listening to this would be the lead story. But as we know, I do my stories chronologically. So Tuesday, I, I had, you know, okay, so in my mental health, there's a therapist that I have, right? And I see him regularly. But then I have a psychiatrist I see every few months, and he monitors my meds, okay? Okay. So I had that appointment on Tuesday. By the way, I, I had a, a huge diet cook before I walked in. And I don't really drink caffeine. So I was talking a million miles a minute in the session. Mm-hmm. I think he thinks I'm crazy. But, but wow. we, we already know he thought that, yeah. But anyway, I was just telling how great I'm doing, blah, 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 blah. He's like, oh, my God, that's great news, blah, blah, blah. I leave, right? Mercedes messages me, and she goes, well, she well no, hold, oh, please. J- uh, friend of the show, Jay Ellis, texted me earlier in the day. And he goes, what are you doing? You want to go to a trivia night tonight? Uh, in this place in downtown. I'm like, yeah, it sounds fun. I'll, I'm in. right? I wasn't doing anything. Then Mercedes messages me like in early in the afternoon. She goes, see you tonight at Chris's birthday dinner. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. I forgot about Joey, Chris. You're the worst. I know. So so, I go, I tell Jay. He's like, oh, it's fine. Cause I go, it's true. Chris and Mercedes go to bed like at 7.30. You know, they go to bed so early. Yeah. So I go, I'll just be like yeah, an yeah. hour late. He goes, oh, that's no problem. Right. So I go to Chris and Mercedes god bless them but chris is on one of his manorexia diets you know so he can't eat anything mike i got the smallest amount of food i've ever been served at someone's house as an adult like i'm not even joking (laughs) i had the same amount of food as the three-year-old little girl it was like a tiniest piece of salmon three little diced potatoes and like a broccoli floret i'm not even joking it, it was comical right okay but i was like you know but what? like if he's on a manorexia yeah, diet yeah. what do you have and, to I, and i true but i was thinking to myself you know what i'm going to a fucking bar after this i'll just get food at the bar right okay so yeah. i'm like, i'll just eat it and you'd be fine right because i'd rather have more of the shitty food than more salmon and broccoli and three potatoes right so um i eat it i leave but on the way over there i'm like you know what joe that's not the best use of your money because you're going to go to this bar, and you're, I'm also like, I did eat food, so it was like, I wasn't super hungry, I just needed, like, a McDonald's cheeseburger. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I go, there's a, there's a McDonald's right off here off the freeway, why don't you get off, go to McDonald's at the big fat pig you are, and get a cheeseburger, and then go back to the bar, you just saved yourself, because the cheeseburger is like a dollar, you just saved yourself $11, you know, whatever, from food. So... I uh, I get up the freeway, and there's this car in front of me, a blue Toyota Prius. This car, for whatever reason, I don't know, slams on its brakes. I hit the car.
2: <gasps> Joe! I get
1: in a car accident. Second one, Mike, I, I, there's, there's a magical element to this. We'll come at at the end. That's not the point of this story. We pull over. The guy is its furious furious but he's about 30 years old he goes he gets out of the car he starts screaming at me let me tell this part of the story first and then i'll get to the the humorous part okay so there's a part that happens before in the middle of all this but we'll get to that in a second he goes you were on your phone which i was not on my phone uh he goes you were on your phone i go no i wasn't i go he goes yes you were you were on your phone and i was like I just go, I, I can't talk to you right now. Just Let's just exchange information. That story happens. Then 30 minutes later, he's like, you know, you're real lucky, man. You're real lucky because someone crossed the street in front of me. And that's why I slammed on my brakes. And you could you would have hit them because you were on your phone, which I wasn't on my phone. Now, I don't know if someone crossed the street. I didn't see anyone crossing the street, but it was really, really dark. And so maybe mm-hmm. they did. And he didn't see them and he slammed on his brakes. Whatever. Right. Which, yeah, but I'm annoyed because yeah. it's my second accident in a year. Up until this year, I hadn't had an accident in over 10 years. Over 10 years, I hadn't had an accident. Zero accidents. And I have two accidents in a year. My insurance is going to be crazy. Um, yeah. But what's funny is, and I'll come back to this later on, because, you know, I got, I, I bought this car from my parents. My mom, when she was, I kind of felt really badly about it. She was like, you know, I just think that car's cursed. And she started telling me about how she was rear-ended three times in that car. And then Sweet Michael, when I was telling, him, goes like, "Don't you remember when I was in LA? Someone rear-ended you, but there was no damage." And I go, "I," and she goes, "The windshield broke like four times." And I go, "I do. Th- I know you don't believe it, but it's weird that like ten years I have no accidents, and I have two accidents in that car in a year." I'm not saying it's magical, but I think that there is – well, I don't know. I hit the guy. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. The point is this. The car is cursed. I want to get rid of it as soon as possible. One.
0: Do it. Just get something yeah.
1: small yeah. and – Yeah. yeah. The point of the story – that's not the point of the story, though. So we pull over. And I'm back to the beginning now. We pull over. The guy's screaming at me, like, you better have insurance. I go, I have insurance. What? All right? Yeah. He goes – and then he he acts like a cop, Right? He's like, he does mm-hmm. that thing where he puts his index finger and middle finger together and starts like doing like the give me your license and registration kind of shit. Like, yeah. real dicky. He goes, give me, give it to me, give it to me. Right. And so I'm fumbling around for it. And then I realize I don't have a copy oh, of no. my insurance in the car. Oh, no. Okay? Oh, no. So and he's douchey. Oh, yeah. And God. he's douchey. So I go, I have insurance. I don't have the insurance on me. I can get it though. Hold please. Right. Well, I have like a real complicated password. Like I have one of those like password managers for my phone. No, for me for my computer. Yeah. But I, I get the free version. I don't want to pay for it on my phone. You know. Mm-hmm. So um, you know what now I think I should just paid for it right then. But um, so I go. It's on my computer. I go. Oh god. So I call my parents and my mom's like hello and I go, mom. I was in a car accident again. And I go, Yes, I need you to do me a favor. It's really important. What, Joey? What? And I go, I need you to go to my computer and I need you to log into my insurance to get my password. (sighs) So my dad goes, I'll do it. I know computers. So they both go, they have me on speakerphone, they go upstairs. They turn on their computer. I think I'd rather be in 10 x yes, than yes, have to yes, deal with this conversation. This. I go, I because you know, the LastPass is the program that I use. And so it's basically a Google Chrome app. Right? Yeah. And I'm familiar. Yes. And so they open up the Chrome and they go, okay, now what? I go in the top right corner. <laughs> what? I go, in the top right corner of the what am I looking at? Top right corner of what? I go in the top right corner, there is a little box with three dots in it. Well, uh, unfortunately, in a Google Chrome, there's three dots in the top right corner that are also the settings. Oh, uh huh. It's like I'm clicking that, it says um, new tab, new window, new incognito window. I go, no, 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 no. I go, that's the settings. It's a little box and it has three dots. I don't see it. I go, please, I need you to get this. The guy's like sitting there. You can tell he's just fuming, right? He goes, I don't know. I don't know. I don't see it. My mom's like, hold on. I see it. I see it. And then she opens it and she goes, I go, okay, now what? I go, okay, now go to my vault. Okay, I got that. Okay, now you got to find my insurance company. Okay, it's called 21st Century Insurance. Okay, I see Group me. Art like <laughs> cinemas. Simple. Be a hero today. Check. I go, I need 21st century. Cortify, Connect with <laughs> Costco business printing. Oh, Direct TV Thanks. now. Eat your book. 21st. And she is going through all my past, like all the companies. Mike, I'm, I'm not even joking when I tell you. I was literally crying at one point. Not from laughter, from, like, fear, because the guy was right there. Yeah. I'm not going to torture you with the details. We had had to turn—okay, then I go—I'm going to say this. I go, okay, do me a favor. This is how we actually got to open up LastPass. I go, Dad, get your iPad and go to FaceTime. Yes. Yes. I go, go to FaceTime. I don't know how to FaceTime. I don't know how to do that. I go— it's an app. It's green with a camera on it called FaceTime. And so he FaceTimes me. But he doesn't know how to turn the camera on. So he's just looking at his face the whole time. <laughs> and I go, just turn that towards the computer. I didn't have time to deal with that, right? So that's how I got to finally do it. But it took, Mike, like half an Burn. hour. Burn. Like, I'm not even joking. Yeah. Anyway, here's the, the, the closer to this. And so then finally, they they, they, they email me. They, they have the system email me my insurance card. And the guy gets it. And I go okay. Now I need your license and insurance. Oh, now all of a sudden he was yeah. like, um, "Let me see here." Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. By the way, it was still my fault. It's done, but yeah, it yeah, is. But. but yeah, whatever. So that was my license. Well, is there damage to the car? Oh yeah, there's damage to both cars. No yeah. god, yes, I know just get a new car. I know the it's, car, but wait, what do I do with what do I do with this car? There's the there's the act there's the damage from the accident in the spring there's the damage from this one right now I don't know I gotta look at the, what's the most cost efficient option for this car yeah
0: yeah I feel like you might I mean I don't know much about the car but you know, I've been in similar situations not exactly for like bumper to bumper damage but mm-hmm. more like um kind of disrepair or like the transmission yeah. blows or whatever and I've just sold it to guys that could fix those things yeah so it became you know it was financially reasonable for them because they're going to fix it themselves instead of having to pay someone to fix it. Mm -hmm. So you might find something like that.
1: Maybe I'll do that. Okay. Uh, Anything else, Mike Lawson? No. What do you got going on next week? Anything good? Well, I'm going to go see Boy Erased and Troy Savant's going to be there. Uh, And maybe Jacob Bixenman. And then I am going to, um, it's Halloween this weekend. I might go to find something to do. And then I'm gonna sure have something else going on this week, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, you know, today's men's group, but we have to dress up in a costume. So I'm just already imagining like showing up in a, like you know, like a ghost sitting there and he's like, No one understands me. You know? So yeah. we'll see what's going on. What's going on with you? Okay.
0: Um I have so I'm doing another date with Ben this week. That's a thing we're gonna go see stars born. Also I have a book signing that I'm doing. Wait, what? Sacramento. <laughs> Yeah, I have this like event that I'm going to. I'm a keynote speaker, and then I'm signing and selling books. Uh-huh. So I um, have a bunch of books. I got a square so I can like sell them. Yeah. Um, in person. Um, so that's happening this coming weekend. I have to kind of get that together because I'm doing a talk uh, uh-huh. on like research that I haven't done in a really long time.
1: So if anybody been- goes from the audience, will you show them your herpes? <sighs> Shut up.
0: And uh, that's it. That's all I got going on. Um, well, it was nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. And Oh. Yeah. Yes?
1: Bye. Oh.
2: <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up.